Why has there got to be so much goop? At least it's not teeth and boobs. Or Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the bad game cast this is jake i'm jason and this time we played unholy unscarred unplayable <laughs> unsomething i seriously this isn't even the worst one like i don't know what i forget what order these are releasing in so i should probably maybe actually figure that out uh i mean i think the only one we had planned was the last one for the month yeah. i don't think these two really matter they don't but like they're single word titles and it's oh i can't do it Oh, yeah. When it's just a single word and I'm trying to desperately remember it, I'm like, nope. <laughs> hey, I love generic single word title. <laughs> We've played enough of them. Yeah. They don't get confusing at all. I didn't realize uh, that this game came out uh, this year, 2023. So, uh, release July 2023 to... <laughs> Not even just this year, like a couple months ago. Holy this right? game is brand new. Jesus. Because, yeah, like, at time of recording, it's uh, we're getting to late September. <laughs> It isn't that long ago. Good Lord. Uh, developed by Duality Games and uh, published by Hook. Wow, I wrote produced. I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, uh, I think it's only on Steam, right? I believe so. And I want you to know, there's actually already been several updates. So, yeah. Like, you know, the uh, FOV slider wasn't initially in the game. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the their initial set of reviews was talking about was how uh, dizzy it made people and how without an FOV slider, it was nearly unplayable. Uh, I get that because it made me super fucking dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just my bespeckled brethren? Uh, I don't think so. It's weird. The like my eyes are fine, but like bleh, I did not enjoy like looking at this game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, because uh, I always assume, um, because we've had it a few times where we play a first-person game, and I can only handle like an hour or two because it makes me fucking nauseous. Yeah. And this was one of those. But I always assume that it's uh, just like how thick my glasses are, and then the FOV, like, it's just uh, it's something in there gets weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, so I haven't ever had it really bad. This is one of the worst ones that I've had, um, where it's it doesn't make me feel like nauseous or anything it just is i guess i would best describe it as uncomfortable to look at sure like something feels off yeah between looking at the game and and part of that is like which we'll get into much more later because of like the i don't know if it's the acceleration of the camera or the motion blur that is or is doesn't exist how it like well like the way the uh, mouse uh when you move and it decelerates when it like stops moving is so weird yeah. So there's a lot of extra movement. So there's uh, like a camera shake that you can't turn off, mm -hmm. which I hate. That's the uh, one that's like, I will turn off camera shake on basically every game I ever play. Sure. If I have the option. Because just that's what actually I think is really gets to me the most is the unnecessary camera movements when I'm not moving anything. Yeah. And this game does that. As you said, like with the when you stop the mouse, it doesn't stop. It kind of like sloshes to the side and then stops uh -huh. it has this weird ugh. Yeah, i never thought about the like uh just like camera shake yeah really bothers me huh. i guess not necessarily the fov as much yeah but uh so anyway unholy you are 
forgot your name already. Her name's Dorothea, but fucking Highland Lion. All I can think of is Sandra. Dorothy! So, like, thank you, Highland Lion. Like, seriously, as we were talking pre-recording, I kept referring to her as Sandra. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get back to Kansas, Dorothy! (laughs) So, anyway, you play as Dorothy. And, uh, your Oz is way worse. Um... (laughs) Have you read the Oz books? Like, they, they don't get that fucked up, but... Like. <laughs> Look, like, I played this game. I would rather go to any Oz that's... <laughs> yeah, all right. Not full of flesh tentacles. Anyway, we'll get there. So, <laughs> nothing but Tenth Kingdom, baby! Woo! You are a part of the fucking Spring Eternal? What is that? Is The uh, cult? Yeah, God, it is the... Because they reference the Eternal Spring. I don't remember what the name of the cult is. Yeah, anyway, so... The but game, the game is front and center that it's a cult. Briefly, like, goes through, hey, there's this cult, and they've got a new prophet, and he's telling everyone that uh, he's going to prophetize them into the Holy Land. Uh, like, this fucking wild shit. Like, yeah, like they're in a city that's run by this cult. Yeah. And they're like giant cult megaplex skyscraper. It's like 80 stories above the nearest building. <laughs> like, like it's some Ghostbusters massive shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's huge. Like there's regular skyscrapers and there's this thing like looming above them. Yeah. Like a fucking pyramid. Yeah, it's, it's also at least like three or four blocks wide. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is truly gigantic. It's its own mega city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so you're a part of this cult. Hey, everyone's a part of this cult. This cult's the thing. It's the hip new thing in town. And by new, I mean like it's thousands of years old or something. Was it? Yes. I mean like, yes, because you find out the like uh, religion it itself is. Yeah, uh, you find out, because, like, the new prophet, because they said they've been waiting for this new prophet for a long time. Uh-huh. So, uh, the way I interpret that is, like, the in the way it kind of shows that, like, they've been waiting for this prophet for maybe hundreds of years. Yeah, uh, they've been waiting for a son to lead them and the son's mother to guide the son. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this guy. Anyway, you're uh, in the cult building and you're, you're like, I, I got to leave the cult. I don't know. You which like, I mean, it's a cult. Uh, she gets a slip of paper that she needs to sign over her, her parental rights to her son, Gabriel, to the cult. And she's like, fuck all that. Yeah. They, they want to take her son. She's like, nah, we going to leave. Yeah. Hard pass. Reasonable take. Mm-hmm. So they kidnap her son. I mean, what did she expect? Right. They said they wanted your son. They're going to get him one way or another. Uh You're, You're in the middle of it already. So you walk through some doorways and you see uh, this is a high priest with your uh, kid on the like altar, and he's as he's like ritual time. Right, he's under a blanket and like it looks like his soul souls being pulled out of him. Yeah, there's like a beam of light going out of him into like a crack in the ceiling. Yeah, and he's like, look at this, I'm a ritual your son, and you're like, no, you won't, and you knock over a fucking candelabra, and the room catches on fire. Yeah, that it catches the blanket blanket that your son's under on fire and it fucking burns him and then starts to burn the room and she's like fuck (laughs) and he's like yo everything's on fire we're all about to die but guess what we're eternal see you on the other side deuces (laughs) you ain't stop shit and then grandma shows up out of the flames yeah and so then this old lady walks out of the fire and is like your son's not dead kind of like he's dead but he's not gone uh you'll learn that death isn't permanent it's whatever but you can still save him i'm old smash cut to a month later yeah and then you're just like on a park bench like hold up you are in eastern european city somewhere sure because it's like uh apartment block you're in a square in the center of it uh it could be wherever it could be anywhere and uh 
there's all these signs around about uh, Gabriel being missing. You later uh, learn that uh, after the fire... I don't even think they're missing. They're just like straight up obituaries. Oh, are they? I thought it yeah. was like that he was missing. Because, no, like, they, they didn't recover like, the body from the fire. Uh, they, they're just like, oh no, he was incinerated in the fire. Oh, yeah, sure. Because like it, it somewhere mentions that like a lot of people died in that fire. Yeah, so they were like, they're just posting obituaries like, oh, it's so sad we lost Gabriel in this fire. And you're like, bitch, no, we didn't. <laughs> so you tear down those. You can listen in on the mothers as they're just like loudly talking shit. Loudly talking about hate the sin, not the sinner. I don't know. It's real. Not great. Yeah. I mean, it is cold town. You uh, I almost said USA. <laughs> cold town Europe somewhere. But like, they're like, oh, man, I can't believe that like her son's dead. I could I could never imagine. Like, I, I wouldn't be so bad a mother that I would, my son would die. And like they're saying it loud enough that she can clearly hear them. Fuck. Yeah. I like that if you stand there long enough, one of them goes, is she still behind us? <laughs> really? Yeah. Because <laughs> so I, I stood as close to them as possible. <laughs> I was like, pick up a rock, pick up a rock, pick up a rock. <laughs> Just hoping that you were T-posing in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then you, uh, you tear down all the obituaries and you're like, he's not dead. I got to go to my dad's house. Which like she's been at, I think. Maybe not. I don't think so. Her dad was, you learn, uh, like super obsessed with this cult. Yeah. Huge believer. Yep. So you go to his apartment and you rummage uh, through his shit. He was like the official painter for the cult. He was. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, look, if you're a cult that big, you got to have official painters. Well, look, the only difference between a cult and a religion is the size of the congregation yes so like yeah sure there, there is certainly a church sanctioned artist so it makes sense the cult would have a painter yeah you sit around his house his apartment being sad and by apartment like it's like three rooms mm-hmm. um you can pour yourself some lovely rye liquid in yeah. one of my favorite things because of just like how nonsensical it was i feel nonsensical <laughs> yeah because it's a bottle that's clearly meant to be like an alcohol bottle yeah right and it very clearly on it says rye right which is weird because it looks like a stoli bottle <laughs> yeah i guess they could have been doing a rye vodka most people when you think of rye you're thinking of a rye whiskey uh-huh. technically you can make vodka out of rye a few people do sure um then you go to pour it and like you pour two glasses which is funny to me i thought it was weird that you ended, like you pour two one for you and one for your dead alcoholic father hell yeah pour it out for your homies and then you knock them both back, but also the liquid has the viscosity of yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, liquid marshmallow? Like, it comes out thick. Yeah, it gloops out of this <laughs> bottle. <laughs> like, also, that makes sense. Her dad's an alcoholic. Like, you're, he doesn't want you wasting that fucking, you drink that shit. You poured it. You drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so you slam both, and then you're like, man, I'm fucking drunk. I should try this crazy-ass ritual the old lady told me about. Really? I cleaned up the son's room. <laughs> Fucking kids leaving this goddamn mess. I don't care that he's dead. <laughs> There's an achievement for that. I know. Um, yeah, so you uh, you pick up like fucking three knickknacks or whatever. Yep. Three memories. And you burn them in a fucking dish and you're like, hey, you pour some alcohol in there too and you huff the fumes. Yeah. And you're like, I give up my worldly memories and give myself to the eternal city. And you take a big, big huff of the burning fumes. And you're like, oh shit, that was dumb. And you, you stagger into the bathroom you turn on the sink and you're like i need to splash water in my face and then you drown yeah right like you end up passed out in the bathtub full of water yeah so you drown and now you're in nightmare zone uh 
Your first nightmare zone, and then like is just like you're in the same room. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's literally just the. Well, you're not in the Eternal City, right? Like, no. You're in the like in between. You're in the in between. It's this is just the nightmare zone where you have memories of like the first one is your father. Yeah. Now how he whooped your ass. Yeah. How he was uh, an abusive alcoholic piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, so you navigate your way through that, and <laughs> we don't need to get into it. Extrapolate out from there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. what you think it is, and then you. You find a door that leads you into the actual eternal city yeah uh so now you know that there's this kind of like three phase thing there's the real world the in between and then the eternal city mm-hmm. great you get into the eternal city and it's it's just tentacles it is tentacles all the way down it is just a tentacled up subway station so it's like we when you get out you find out it's like a, a city like a metropolis like a modern city mm-hmm. except that it's all like run down and shitty because you know one of course it is and two it's been taken over by weird flesh tentacles yeah fleshicles as they are grody sure <laughs> yeah you get out of the subway and like uh, various points this old lady comes and talks to you about random shit fucking grandma shows up to give you riddles and fucks back off basically she she speaks in vagaries until eventually later when you just start punching her basically yeah <laughs> and she finally starts giving you answers because uh fucking sandy d's had enough by that point yeah you uh because <laughs> she's just like yeah this is the plague and you're like what the fuck and she's like yeah so i thought this was heaven why is there a plague she's like, she's like we never said heaven no no <laughs> it's the eternal city you come here after you die so you're this is the afterlife kind of you can still die in the afterlife though so like watch out <laughs> i thought we were just on some bleach shit where it's like you know you know you die here then you go back to the reincarnation pool they don't cover that part. based on nothing i just yeah. made that up right now yeah sure why not <laughs> uh because then like this city is ruled and powered by emotions and we're gonna have to dissect that at another point because it's very stupid uh-huh. and there's like it's not very stupid there's some actually like somewhat interesting things you could maybe do with that and then they don't do any of them they didn't do that but you could there's uh, an idea there so what they explain is that the fear entered the city at some point oh no and the more fear that grew the stronger the plague became and the plague started corrupting the city okay and then the new high priest the guy who's all finger guns and enslaving children uh-huh. uh came in and said hey guys i'm the dude you've been looking for i'm the prophet and i'm gonna lead you all to the promised land and they're like okay are we not here already? can you please make this plague go away he's like absolutely just put on this mask right the masks so the masks strip away all emotion and they basically leave you in a, an obedient husk yeah so the masks are there to it stops the plague from advancing by removing all of your fear but it does that by removing all of your emotions yes and uh crazy old witchcraft lady's like i got you a mask too it's a special mask and you're like, okay. It's your face. And it's, you're like, Ugh. it's your face with big fucking rivers of tears like melted into it. Right? Like, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like her hair coming down or if it was just like weird drippy thorns or whatever. Nah, just tears. Sure, sure. But your mask is special because it can absorb the powers of other masks. How? By melting them into a goo. And then dipping your mask in it. Yep. In a sequence that takes way too long. It's a whole lot of button presses for a scene that just plays over and over you have to do several times my god why is it interactive that's what <laughs> later later but it's just <laughs> one button and then the whole thing plays and then it spits the mask back uh-huh. out yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. way nicer just... um, 
clap them together or some shit. Yeah. That would be honestly way better if you just held them both in front of you, just smashed them together. Yeah, pull like fucking magnets if you want to do some magic shit or whatever. Uh, nope. Instead, it's like, I don't know, old school metallurgy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got a blacksmith, you a death mask. Okay. Uh, so your mask uh, starts out with the property of the servant, basically, which lets you open certain doors and lets you see interactable objects. Uh, really, that's the important one because outside of the first time you do that, do you ever need a door that you have to have the servant mask for? There is one if you want to use a shortcut later. Sure. <laughs> that's the only other time I found yeah. one. Okay. Was I found a shortcut and I had to use that mask to open it. Because, like, I forgot that it did that because I only ever use it to see interactable objects. <laughs> Same until, as I said, I went up this uh, staircase and there was just a door at the top that had the mask on the front. I was like, wait, puts on mask and the door opens. I'm like, holy shit. Oh my God, is that why that opened? Yeah. Because I could not for the life of me figure out what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Stupid game. <laughs> Stupid game. Um... And then you uh, you were rooting around your son's stuff, and you found a slingshot, and now it turns into a magic slingshot. Anyway, you can use the crystals of dead emotional people to fire at slingshots. Hell yeah, witchcraft slingshot! So first crystal you find is these people, these blue crystallized one, and they're like, that is crystallized shock, and it's really stupid. And you go, no, shut up. <laughs> And they yeah. go, no, really. It powers things. And she's like, you suck. <laughs> yeah, so that's how they have electricity, I guess, is through the raw emotion of shock. God, it's wordplay and it's worst. It really is. So using that, you can blow up like electric breakers. Or barrels. Or barrels. That are charged with the same blue crystal for some reason. Yep. And so you can do that. And then you can like there's some power lines. And if you hit the thing on the end, it'll like either power them up or break the power to let you like potentially open or close doors from a distance. Yeah. It's one of your quote unquote like puzzly mechanics of doing that to open things. I can't even say actual puzzles. Like, this game doesn't have any. No, man, they want to so bad. Like, when you get to the... Uh, you have to move the statues later. Oh, or I like forgot that that existed. Some of the, uh, like, door locks, and you have to find the code, and you're like... Okay. Yeah. That's how bad and far between these quote unquote puzzles are. I forgot they existed. Uh, the right call. Yeah. So every chapter, and I'm just going to like try to mostly fast track this because the plot's basically nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, I wondered why it felt uh, so European. They're uh, based in uh, Warsaw. Sure. It's like, that makes sense. Yeah. Every other level, there's 10 levels, is either the city or the in-between. Yeah. So every in-between is you confronting the emotions of your life and the kind of like shit you've dealt with and the shit you're currently dealing with. Yeah. Um, either how inadequate you feel as a mother, your uh, how abusive your father was, yeah. uh, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? That's the in-between levels. They are very short. Yes, they are. And then there's the city levels, which are oftentimes way, 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 way too long. Unbearably long. Yeah. They you just never stop because your whole goal is to make your way from the starting place to the church yeah where they have your son yeah where they're going to perform the uh soul eating ritual yeah on the way you see uh fucking mother superior uh -huh. lady in this big antler mask yeah burning people alive well yeah they have the plague yeah so that's their solution to the plague is just like incineration uh and the masks that remove all your emotions yeah you burn the plague out yeah yeah. So either you submit to them and you become a drone for their army and lose all your emotions.
actions or they burn you alive. Mm -hmm. They're totally the good guys. Yeah, which, which is weird because early on, when you're running through the streets, you hear people talking. And the way that they're talking means they're not wearing a mask. They're not wearing a mask. And they're also obviously not trying to get burned alive. Yeah, because like they're trying to hide from the guards and stuff. I thought for most of this game, namely through like uh, mission six or seven, that we were going to come across some sort of resistance. Right. And that never happens. No. Uh-uh. You do not meet a single goddamn person other than like one dude who's like hey can you help i'm trapped in this house hey you meet another guy later who's like oh the door's locked we gotta get you out of there before and then he gets he uh, dies skewered by a predator yeah (laughs) steve yeah you cannot save that man you can save the man in the house with the poison uh because you have to quite literally he's like hey we gotta pump this poison gas out of here uh the pump's down there it needs two more pieces like and if you could shut off the valve so it doesn't flood my house that'd be great that would be super you could just kill him i didn't because like literally you just have to pull one lever yeah right like uh i saved him because i was like well like you just gotta close events and it's like yeah just a lever that's right by his house yeah why would this sure okay (laughs) whatever dude it's a weird setup you have here man i don't know why the vent controls to your house are on the outside Uh, so he can smell that sweet sweet exhaust obviously (laughs) like you do you man it was like why is it there at all like (laughs) why why are you pumping all the gas in this low-lying area into your own house like are you just trying to get this bog funk in there because <laughs> what the shit? Yeah, I don't have an answer for you here. <laughs> uh, so like you just this whole time you're going through and it's you trying to get closer to the church and confronting your past. And then as you uncover old lady keeps kind of giving you more and more of the actual story where she used to be the ruler of the city. Yeah, she was the high priestess mm-hmm. before uh, the new high priest. He is a liar, a scoundrel and a thief. What? Yeah, because Tell me how you feel about religion duality games. In life, he claimed to be the uh, prophet, and he is not. Yeah. Your son is. Yes. So his plan is to steal your son's prophet powers for himself. Yeah. Uh, By devouring Gabriel's soul, he will in turn become a god. Yes. Because he will gain Gabriel's powers, and Gabriel, as the prophet, has the ability to reshape this city basically at will. Yes. Which we will cover later. (laughs) That's fucking wild. When does he get this power? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You also learn uh, as the game plays out that uh, the crone was visiting Gabriel in his Sleep, giving him nightmares, mm-hmm. which uh, Dorothea would take him to doctors to try and figure out what's wrong with him. Hey, like, a kid having nightmares is one thing. He's been having the same nightmare for, like, two years now. So what the fuck? About this same old lady. Yeah. Who was trying to guide him down the uh, cult path to become the new prophet? Yeah. And so that's... She turned to the Eternal Spring because none of the doctors could help her. Yeah. So she ended up in the cult because of the old lady giving her son all these nightmare dreams. Uh Uh-huh. Which, oh, I should say, also the old lady blames you for this whole thing. Yeah. It's hilarious. She's like, well, it's kind of your fault that all of this is not a nightmare and covered in tentacles. And you're like, the fuck? I just fucking got here. What do you mean it's my fault? (laughs) Right? She's like, well, if you were a better mother, fuck you. Yeah, no, she's like, well, if you, I mean, you interrupted the ritual and brought them here and now they're here ruining the city and you're like, so I should have let my son die? Yeah. What was your answer here, old woman? Right? Because like, you didn't want that either, old lady. (laughs) 
fucking dumbass. <laughs> so yeah, she, she used to be the high priestess. There, she at one point you go through the library of forbidden knowledge where you learn about the ritual to kill your son, uh-huh. steal his soul, and gain his power. You go through and you discover that they were experimenting on people to create these magic crystals. So it's not just that, like, if someone dies in the Eternal City with, like, really shock or really anger, it literally crystallizes on their dead body. Yes. And they were using that to power their machines and experiments. You find uh, the Rancor Pit where they created Predator. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Which I enjoyed as just a whole scene where they were like, they throw you in the Rancor pit and they're like, you just wait till you see the monsters we created from your son's blood. What the fuck is happening? What the what? And they look like the plague zombies, only they're invisible. And you're like, that's not like, what? So then you just walk back out of the pit and she's like, how dare you be alive? And you're like, I don't know, man. Like, there's a ramp. Holy shit. That was the coolest, right? (laughs) Because like, you make it to mother superior who's like i got you now motherfucker and then you have a little tussle and uh you're standing on top of this cage hanging by a chain and she's like get wrecked nerd and drops the cage down the rancor pit and you just park her your way back up like it's no thing and she's like but how like what do you mean how (laughs) you watched yeah and they're they're, yeah like there's a spiral staircase going like half of it like it's not even a difficult climb what are you talking about you could see me the whole time <laughs> at which point she starts choking you out and i'm like i don't know why i can't just punch this bitch that's what i was wondering too it's kicking her, her stupid face yeah but instead uh one of the predators appears behind her and sticks his hand through her yeah and then she um she falls backwards into the rancor pit oh my cursing God. your very existence what's uh Pee Wee Herman. What was his name? The actor. Oh, I forget. Uh, Paul Rubens. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. She fucking Paul Rubens and Buffy dies. Uh, she falls down and then like she's hanging on to the side trying to climb back up for like 30 seconds. God, no. Why won't you die? Fuck's sake. Yeah. You, uh, is, uh, old lady dies. Oh, right. Uh, well, I guess that happens after you first confront the high priest. Uh, yeah. Cause that happens right at the end. Cause you confront the high priest. You're like, yo dog, I'm here to get my son back. He's like, you can fucking try. And you're like, your mom literally just said that. And she's dead in the rancor pit. And he's like, yeah. So that doesn't matter. Once I become a God, I can just bring her back. And you're like, you're not going to become a God. I'm going to kill you. I just explained this <laughs> which like he's not wrong he would have the power to he smell would, it. Yeah, like, but also back, fucking whatever dude you've literally killed your way to him <laughs> i mean that is an option oh i did i don't think i left a single person alive oh my dude i did too because, wake of uh, destruction <laughs> yeah no we're we're here in uh fucking the eternal city uh everyone dies <laughs> I'm here to get my son. Fuck you, zombies. Yeah, I fucking straight up wanted this shit. I have a specific <laughs> set of skills. Like, <laughs> taken, sorry, there it is. No, uh, no, wanted's fine too. You were uh, bending the uh, slingshot. God, I wish I could because they would just randomly hit shit. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get to that too. <laughs> Collision detection is hard. Oh, man. 
Anyway, yeah, uh, Grandma is like, I don't have the power to show myself in my form. She's like in a wall. She's like, it's the last thing I can do to help you. And then blows a hole in the wall with herself. Yeah. And you're like, why did you use self-destruct? That never works. Yeah, but at the same, <laughs> same time, she gives you rage powers. Yeah. Where she's like, use your anger to destroy him. And then she explodes and blows the wall up behind her. And then you get the like damaged uh, thing on your screen. So you can't run anymore, uh -huh. which is super cool. But it turns your rage shot into uh, insta-kills. Oh, yeah. This entire time you have slingshot ammo, but it doesn't actually hurt anything you hit with it, which we'll get into. Yeah. So this whole time you've had to like trick enemies and get them near explosive barrels and blow up the barrels. Uh -huh. Well, now you can just shoot them and they explode. Yeah. Uh, so you explode your way back up to the guy and he's like, how dare you? My machine, my godhood. And you're like, I'm a mom. And you shoot him in the face and he explodes. No, no. He, he goes on some sexist shit. <laughs> And he tells you what a piece of shit you are. And you're like, shut the fuck up. And yeah, you like, you hit him and he like gets cut in half with the, the uh, pellet. And then he like melts. Yeah. You're like, ugh, <laughs> why? <laughs> There's a, like he, I mean, he goes off on something like, how could you a lowly woman do this? Yeah. And then like a tentacle bursts out of the ground and wraps itself around him. Like he's going into like second phase fucking boss mode. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? And she's like, I'm not just a woman. I'm a mom. And you shoot him and he explodes in half. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just ends. At and you. then that's it. That's <laughs> the whole thing. You go up to your son and you're like, I'm going to save you. But I feel no emotions now. And you break his, like, enchantment that he has on him. And you slump over to the ground. And then it, like, you know, fades in, fades out, fades in. Where you're, like, playing in the little park area uh, in front of the horrible... Uh, apartment yeah, shitty apartment yeah and you're like we're good now and then it pans up and you see the city behind you just like in flames and you're like we're gonna burn out all the badness <laughs> burn it all <laughs> and then it ends and you're like i don't fucking was that the good ending right was there multiple endings and i fucked this up because like this feels super bad <laughs> I, like no the only way to get rid of a plague is to burn it out damn all the uh f people that are still there yeah Fuck them. <laughs> So that's that's the story of unholy plot holes and everything. Yeah, okay, but like, really, when does he get his god power to just reshape the city? Because like the uh, when Sandra, when Dorothea uh, has the like flashback visions when she's in limbo of Gabriel's memories. Yeah, she sees the old woman trying to teach him things, mm -hmm. and the old woman says, "You're not going to learn all this. It's going to take you many lifetimes. Death isn't the end that you think it is. Do not be afraid." And then she notices uh, Dorothea standing there. She's like, "You shouldn't be here." <laughs> Yeah, and they're spooking in on the past. Yeah, <laughs> and Gabriel's like, "What?" And then they fuck off. So, assumedly, it will take him a while. But does that mean when you die in the Eternal City, you just come back to the Eternal City? I don't know. They don't cover it. They don't. Cover it's not it. important, right? Like it's 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 very loose, and that's kind of fine. But it's very loose. So, like, do you age the same? We have no idea. We so that's um, part of my problems with this. It's like, I have problems with this game. Many. Uh, from a gameplay perspective, it is many, 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 many. And that's the bigger stuff, right? Like, the game sucks to play. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking understatement. <laughs> so, like, my problems with the story and setting are, like, 
I have them, but I'm not going to harp on them too much because they're not the important stuff. But seriously, like you set up this eternal city where when you die, if you're part of this cult, apparently you go there and it's powered by emotions and you like don't explore that at all. Yeah, which is fine, right? Uh, I think so anyway. Uh, you either don't have an answer or you do. It ultimately doesn't matter, right? We're not here for the world building of Eternal City. We don't need to spell it all out. We, this is just the setting we're in. Here's a vague idea of how it works. Go. Yeah. Sure, right? Except... If it's going to take him millennia to get through and really grok all these books, uh, how the fuck does that work? And the whole city's run by fucking emotion? What are you talking about? The only emotions that you see that you get is fucking slingshot ammo are anger, sure. Desire, the best one, sure. Sadness, sure. As you and I were talking about, despair would work so much better, but also sadness is a smoke bomb for some reason. Don't question it. And then fucking shock, which isn't an emotion. It's, <laughs> it's a reaction to things <laughs> yeah but we needed shock in heavy quotations to f power our electrics i guess which also doesn't make sense because you're in a city that's run by your fucking thought you just think the thing works and it fucking works or you get the dude running the bitch to be like hey uh what if instead we just had uh this little box is an infinite generator and it makes all the electricity or everything and you know homeboy's like sounds great and then everything just works all the time because physics don't apply in the afterlife yeah it's really weird trying to like nail down any sort of anything where well, she's the high priestess is like because the plague started under her watch yeah bitch how you like that like did it yes okay it started i mean because she's still alive yeah it started well, uh, like alive yeah <laughs> Then, oh, what's-his-name took over because he promised a solution to the play. Uh, okay. But it started under her watch. She was like, that's my bad. And I'm like, what the fuck were you even doing? Yeah, if it's caused by fear, what? You make an appearance in front of the whole city and you just wave your hand and go, be not afraid. I have the solution. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, you got the solution? And then the plague goes away because this place is run by emotions. Yeah, you're this place's living deity? <laughs> right? So, like, yeah, make an announcement, do some door to door shit. Right? Get on the PA. Doing? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Uh, but like, so we're going to try to not, you know, go into that too much because there's a whole bundle of weirdness because it's all crazy cult magic or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Which then is like, OK, so if I'm ignoring the story because it's it's weird, <laughs> then it's the actual gameplay. And hmm, oh, dear listener. Oh, dear listener. <laughs> what? This is um. <laughs> Uh, stealth first and foremost it wants to be a stealth game uh i don't know if you played it stealth uh i'm i'm willing to bet i know how you did it and it was the same way i did it which is uh why am i hiding in these lockers when i could just run to a place because dear god it's so much faster all the stealth of buckaroo bonsai yeah damn right <laughs> like I'm going to run from here to there, and if any of you see me, I'm going to shoot an exploding barrel and keep running. Yep. I'm going to kite you nerds to something that explodes and then blow it the fuck up so you get off my ass. Yep. If I have to. You know how much easier all the puzzles are to solve when all the enemies who are supposed to catch you while you're solving the puzzles are just dead? Oh, except for the ones that just spawn infinitely, <laughs> which is like two sections. Yeah, which I was really disappointed in. Same. 
Come on, game. Be better than that. Right. What are we doing here? You can't tell me we've got infinite bobs. Oh, okay. As um, I was playing this with uh, my youngest daughter, who's a fucking teenager. They're teenagers. I have teenagers. Jesus Christ. It's a whole other conversation. Christ. We were calling the regular zombies bobs and the invisible predator one Steve's just for funsies. And like that section there, you're in the basement and then there's the room that's filled with gas and you have to go through and a bob crawls out. And it's the first time you get desire. Yep. Which just lures enemies wherever the hell you throw it at. So I'm like, oh, okay. So shoot it in the corner where the exploding barrel is. Let him wander over there and then just shoot it and then it'll die and we can fucking leave. Which sometimes worked. That AI is a whole other conversation. (laughs) I guess we were talking about uh, gameplay and how stealth is not important and uh, bad. You know, I don't think we like stealth games, Jason. Uh, no, not so much. Uh, <laughs> part of it is because, like, I've never found a stealth game that actually, like, felt good. Yeah. Right? Is this whole, like, hey, you should stealth, and it just being a miserable experience. Uh, in part because the enemy AI is both incredibly stupid and can spot you from across the room through walls. Yes. Which is, uh funny when you run something's chasing you you run into a locker and like the ai knows that you're there but they can't get to you so they have to pace around until uh, 30 seconds 20 seconds however long before like their little internal timer runs out and like ah i shall return to my post which is the thing the guards yell yep and off they fuck and you're like neat and then you just like you literally walk behind them because they can't see you because you're behind them but the guy nine miles away (laughs) spots you through infinite buildings and then bugs the fuck out yeah and so he's like oh shit there's a person so you open the door to the next room and he's just standing there ready for you i saw you from the other room what the fuck or the uh the blessed times when there's like one or many enemies at the top of a ladder and there's no way for you to like get them to move what the fuck am i supposed to do here he's climbing the ladder and there's just dudes and you're like i don't hey guys yeah hey uh can i get up here before you bludgeon me to death and they're like uh, you could try. Uh, good luck. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so most of the time, anytime I came to a stealth section, my first plan was to sprint to the next door and <laughs> just book it. Yep. That works a lot of the time. Throw on the mask to see what it is you need to grab in the room and go like hell. Sometimes, yeah, you have to stop and interact with some stuff. And then my plan was to run like hell until I found the thing I needed to interact with. Literally just spamming the interact key. Yep. Uh, Which is... um. Uh, you can't be too close to something because then uh, you can't interact with it uh, because you can only look down so far and interact with things. Otherwise, the game doesn't like it. Yeah, the cool thing about uh, contextual uh, button interaction is when you have uh, stuff that's too close together, sometimes you'll just keep interacting with the wrong object. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the uh, fun thing about contextual button prompts is uh, you have no control over what it does and you're not entirely sure what it is that you're looking for except for the giant floating thing that says you can interact with it, which is totally immersive. Yeah. But you don't even have to do that most of the time because if you stock up on uh, anger pills uh, with your slingshot, there are so many just like back doors. Yes. That you can just be like, uh, I'm going to go around the side. Oh, there's a red uh, like piece of wood and you shoot that and it explodes and 
and you just fuck off your merry way. Yeah, so there's uh, in all of the maps, all over, as soon as you get the uh, anger pills, there are red crystals on, usually it's wooden objects. You shoot them, they explode. So it'll drop a walkway or open a pathway for you. And you're like, you just look for those because it's the least resistance you're going to get through the little fucking sneaky tunnels they want you to take. Yeah, so those are the like, ah, hidden areas slash, you know, shortcuts. But if you run out of red, you will never run out of red. You'll never run out of anything if you just bother to grab them. Uh, by the last two levels, not the final, uh, like eight and nine, not yeah. ten, I was running low on red to the point where it was like irritating because like I would use one and then I would get one. Mm. God, dicks. And I would like to have it stocked up, but. Which the real trick, uh, I did you have the bonus capacity by then? Uh, oh yeah, we haven't talked about uh, Magicrama upgrades yet. Yes, I did. Yeah, so that's, once you get up to six, man, it is hard to burn through them. Well, it's like uh, the smoke bombs never ran out because I never used them because oh, like, they're the, fucking useless. The smoke bombs that I never ran out because I got six and then I had six. Yeah, because like they don't do anything. Because again, the enemy can see you through all of the things always. <laughs> so, so like, fucking why do you have a smoke bomb? And you can get the upgrade to make the like area bigger, which like it does double in size, but it still doesn't do anything. So you're like, fucking why? Okay, uh, there are sections in this game where uh, you get Magicrama upgrades. Uh, do you get the points for finding mementos or is it just as you progress? You I get wasn't the sure. points for finding mementos. Okay. So you find uh, memories of your past and you can exchange those memories for power. Yeah. And so this is where my first thought when she explained this was, oh, I should not do this. Yes. I should collect all the mementos and not use her turn your memories into power to get the good ending. Uh-huh. I don't believe there actually is a good ending. There isn't. From what I've seen online, that ending is the only ending. Uh, two things about that. Yes, that is like, they totally script, hey, as she progresses through her journey, she's going to be losing more and more of herself, which she doesn't really? Not really. Uh, like, it's the only the line at the end where she's like, uh, no emotion, blah de blah that like, it even comes up and it isn't that important because like, clearly it doesn't bother her. The next scene. Yeah. Uh, but also the, the ritual she does when she's like, uh, I give up my memories and my thoughts and feelings to become part of the Eternal City, which she repeats several times through the game and you're like oh, okay so by the time we get to the end she's just going to be uh, a fucking husk like everybody else she isn't so it doesn't go anywhere like why 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 do the rigmarole right that's the weird thing is that if you're going to do that at the end she needs to be much more broken as a person yeah and she's not really no and like she's a, a single mother because like you never find out what happens with gabriel's dad it's not important nope he's not in the picture she's dealing with you know the cult her abuse of father the like the past with him and living with that her son being taken from her uh, some crazy fucking lady out of nowhere being like yeah he's dead but he's not gone you can still save him like she's got a lot on her plate and she's dealing with it fairly fucking well considering she's in nightmare city yeah honestly she holds it together pretty well yeah yeah we've all broke down for less yeah you know you go to the fridge you have the wrong kind of cheese yeah you finally make it to the store celery is not on sale anymore why <laughs> Now you can't go back to Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. And I miss the pink weenies, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 
So yeah, that's uh, like nothing comes of this whole like it's supposed to steal your emotions. And I thought as a gameplay thing that that would be the key, right? Yeah. If you collect all your mementos and keep them and keep your emotions and keep your like humanity, that would be the good ending. I decided immediately to go, ah, fuck that. I want these power-ups. Uh, I forgot that basically immediately, and I was like, ooh, carrying capacity. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, why wouldn't we use those mementos to, like, power herself up for the final fight with the high priest? Right, so I know there was zero chance I was ever going to replay through this game, but just looking online, I haven't seen anyone post anything about alternate endings. Uh -huh. So I'm led to believe there isn't one, which is wild, because the game so seems like it's setting it up. It wants to, and then, like, they just, it's not in the final product right which is weird they just didn't do it well it's like because i was looking through the achievements because um, at a certain point uh i was ahead of you and i wanted to see like where you've been like what mm -hmm. things you had done so like the cleaning the room it's like i know you didn't do that one mm -hmm. which i didn't realize it was an achievement i was just like going through the room interacting with stuff like oh what does this do what does this do what does this do and it's like oh such a mom thing to do or whatever the achievement's called yeah i was like oh that's funny mm -hmm. i wish there was more of that <laughs> <laughs> give me a break from this game my god uh okay so we've covered puzzles or lack thereof stealth gameplay uh i i do want to say like i actually kind of dug the slingshot because you don't get a lot of slingshot representation in video games but also like a gun doesn't really make sense for the setting yeah and a slingshot it's like it's always there right like a slingshot's always a goddamn option magic slingshot sure why not like yeah. i thought it was an interesting choice of weapon though it is not a weapon because you can't use it to directly damage anything yeah which okay we're going for it's not action focused we're trying to you know uh, stealth around and stuff eh, fine the one thing that uh, stealth games really uh, I say stealth, what I mean is survival horror, which I've harped on before. It's when I can't fight back, it takes out any agency. And this gives you just enough that like, there is things that I can do even if I can't directly attack the goon wandering towards me. You can still, you know, uh, plink the things off their head and they go, Ugh, and then they just keep walking at you. Or you like hit them with a smoke bomb. And you're like, ha, I'm a ninja. And you hit them right in the face. So that's where it's, and they just keep walking towards you because the smoke doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And then you, uh, you fuck, you squeak the dog toy and you throw the, uh, desire and they go ooh a shiny and they all fuck off and you're like why didn't i just have it. this from the beginning you literally chuck desire and every enemy on the entire map goes i need that thing and they all go wander into a corner and you're like holy shit this is overpowered yeah except that like sometimes they will like go up to it and sometimes they won't which is frustrating when like you're trying to kill multiple dudes on a single exploding barrel because they're right there but one or one or two of them are just out of range and you know it and you're like just a little fucking closer come on guys yeah, and that's genuinely the majority of this gameplay is just fucking through like rooms and stuff, trying to find the fastest path, uh, interacting with a few things, killing some dudes. And wondering how much aspirin you need to take to make the headache go away. Yeah, because again, looking around sucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not, it, it does some interesting movement things where it's incredibly jarring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like uh, you, the Magicram upgrades... Uh, are basic shit, right? Like you get a crouch slide, which you need to use 
Once? Once. Once. Toad's worth it. And when you do that, um, the model is fully rendered. So when you look down, you can see like her feet and her hands and stuff, which is nice. We play a lot where it's a first person view and you look down and there's just nothing. Yeah. So worth mentioning. But when she slides, the way that her body has to contort means like her legs are through her head and it's all goofy and weird, which is funny, but it happens like it snaps so quick that it's super jarring. And what's worse is when you're trying to come down a ladder because like up is normal because you're facing the ladder. But when you try and come down, you just like in this span of about a third of a second snap around to the other side and then start to crawl down so she's like and you're like what the fuck just happened yeah it's so fast by the time it snaps you around you're actually already partially down the ladder so you're not even at the same height Uh uh-huh it just snaps you around and you're just already down the ladder and it's like oh my god where am i yeah i just threw up a little (laughs) and there's your shock emotion Yeah, there's times where, like, you'll vault something, and it's just, like, it's not right. Yeah. It's either too fast or, like, way too slow. Yeah, right. There's a couple parts. For the most part, anything that you can vault up to is, like, waist or head high. So, like, you know, she puts little hands on there. She pulls herself up. There's a couple that are above her head, and she doesn't jump. It just, like, magnet pulls her to it, <laughs> which is really funny. Right. Because but so unnatural. And, like, for a while, like, I hadn't found any of those. And then I saw one. I was like wait can i just jump up there because they do that thing where it's like a white painted board yeah on anywhere you can vault and it's above my head and i'm like hang on so i go up and i hit press jump and she just like snaps up to it <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> either that yeah she's just magnetically connected or that she's goddamn stretch armstrong like, like, <laughs> you're like what the fuck is happening i don't know which of those i want more <laughs> I finally got the final grandma power. I didn't get all of them. I was missing one of them. Yeah. But it's like, uh, you can run and you don't make noise. Oh, yeah. But like, I got it at the final chapter. So I don't even need it now. You don't get it until the very end. Man. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Uh, So we haven't talked about the graphics too much at all it's like it hurts to look at because uh, like i don't it isn't the graphics that because i don't think it's a bad looking game for the most part the graphics are not impressive but they are not actively bad they are fine and like it it is the actual like camera controls and stuff that make and fov type stuff that make this game hard to look at yes not the graphics uh it is too dark most of the time oh uh all the time yes it's a very dark game they give you a flashlight it sucks and they also turn it off all the time. Did you notice that? Uh, I've noticed it flickering. My go-to when a, there's a brightness lighter is to turn it up a little bit on account of me being half blind anyway. Yeah. So, like, it, typically when a game is dark for me, it's not that dark. But, like, this w- was not that way. It was... But I didn't really notice too often where, like, the camera would flash out. But, again, I didn't play this whole game by myself. I was playing with my daughter. Yeah. So, like, w- there were times she was taking over where, like, the camera would cut out. Like, huh, that fucking sucks. Or, like when you're going through limbo, you they take your uh, flashlight away sometimes too, right? Anytime they play a cutscene, they turn your flashlight off. Sure. Any so like if you have your flashlight on and you're walking through and then like crazy grandma says something to you, they turn your flashlight off. So when she stops talking, you have to turn it back on <laughs> every time manually. You have to sit there and press one. You're like, just leave my flashlight on. <laughs> 
I was uh, wondering what engine they made this in, because, uh, like, you know, it feels very Unreal Unity. Sure. Uh, I don't know which one over the other, but, like, it feels very lighting engine, that mm. sort of way. Sure. Although, like, I, I will give them credit on this one. We've played plenty of things where, like, the lighting just flat out doesn't work, and it does in this one. That's true. The lighting is consistent. It's not enough, but it is consistent. <laughs> <laughs> and- uh, yeah. The, uh, the voice acting I wanted to talk about. Sure. It is, um, God, stiff's not accurate enough. Just wooden is all hell. The, some of the line delivery, like, there's a couple times where, um, uh, especially as Dorothea is frustrated with, uh, the old lady, and like when she starts laying into her, and like, okay, this is the only believable thing in this entire game from the voice acting because, like, this feels upset and she should be upset and it works. And everyone else is like, I must patrol the city to find. Find the unworthy. You're like, okay. Uh, so it almost kind of works because the patrolling guards are supposed to be like emotionless husks. Yeah, sure. The sure. problem is she, when she's mad at uh, crazy grandma Coot, uh, rightfully so, and is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, ready to punch her in the face, and she sounds angry. That's the best part because she sounds angry and desperate, much more angry and desperate than when her son is covered in fire being sucked into a portal. That's true. And she's like, no. And you're like, what the. Fuck. And what is it with the games that we play that when, like, you lose a loved one, it's always, eh. like, I don't know, the game knows that we're going to go get that loved one back, so I don't feel that bad. I mean, eh. Yeah. And you're like, no, but you should be like distraught right now. Yeah, right? Like you as a mother just accidentally set your own child on fire. <laughs> right? Like you're watching them burn. You can smell their flesh sizzling and the best you can muster is uh. <laughs> like you should be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> No, the last thing I had was about the, uh, like, options menu is real dicey what there is and isn't. As I said, the FOV slider was actually added later. Um, it's It has options, but I don't know. There's some weird, like, either translation errors and some weird stuff going on yeah. where it's not great. There was, because uh, I didn't go through it. I don't usually go through it because uh, I know you're going to. But, like, I looked at it uh, to adjust the FOV. Like, it had options, which was more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But it was like, um, you can have multiple profiles for multiple run-throughs uh-huh. but like it, it really the way it, like you switch profiles is really clunky and you don't name them so it's just like it starts you on profile zero yeah profile zero profile one you can make profile one and it's just kind of awkward <laughs> yeah yeah mm, anything else no i think that's everything i have to say about this very bad game okay I'll kick us off. When it started, I actually liked the setup. Uh, we were talking off mic. It opens with, uh, like, you're introduced to this weird cult, and it turns out the cult was right, which is uh, a trope that I kind of enjoy. You don't see it too often. Like, I could give you some examples. It doesn't matter. And then you start going through their weird, twisted afterlife, which shouldn't be weird and twisted, but it is for uh, plot reasons. And the entire thing is a commercial for noetic science on how they their afterlife works and if everyone believes in something they can make it uh, except for whoever is running the bitch that uh, reality here bends to their will fine right and uh, I didn't hate the idea that uh, the people here feel an emotion so powerful that it physically crystallizes outside of them that uh, we could do some interesting things with this they don't but like the idea is there and then as the game goes on and it keeps going and uh, I think I was fine 
five and a half hours by the end of this. And I wondered why we didn't cut two, three hours of this because it overstays its welcome and then some, and then you still play for another two hours. And you're like, uh, as you and I were talking before, is like, if you had stripped out uh, some of the, you could take out the high priest and the mother superior and all of their goons, and you could still have the same game and tell the same story. But we we have this stuff. It isn't padding, but it could be stripped out. It's it's extra. I felt, and it's like it's just it was just too much. It was too much of this for like you know I I I can't say I don't recommend it. I, if you're in, like um I believe it was Highland Lion. Thanks again, buddy. Who had said as he was watching it when I was streaming it was like it looks like Bad Thief and it feels like Bad Thief. Like playing this and I was like remembering the good times of Thief 2014. Fuck. It genuinely when uh the first time like you go and it changes up your look when you're in the nightmare city oh my god right uh, and she looks down and her arms are covered in like in leather clad bracers uh-huh. and i was like oh no we just straight up doing thief <laughs> like yeah. when did what it's like I had said, oh, we went from, you know, like uh, urban mom to uh, Cenobite hell priest. What are we doing? Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. For my truest review of this game, I have to say I do not recommend this game at all. No, it uh, <laughs> they almost set up some interesting things, as you said, it like. This whole nightmare reflection world powered by emotions. I actually feel almost the opposite way where I wanted less to do with like the plague and more with this guy being a bad guy. Yeah. And then like, again, some sort of resistance or people in the city, Mm -hmm. something to make me, I don't know, care about them burning the city down. Yeah. Because there's no connection. I get that your connection is supposed to be with your son, but it's really mostly only your son. They show them basically burning people alive once and you never see like other people in the city and so it's really hard to be like so what the fuck is going on here yeah what is like as dilapidated as the city is like is it still full of people or is there like 30 people across this entire thing left it feels like there's less than that yeah like they're trying to hunt to extinction the last seven people in existence (laughs) and it's like so it just makes it feel already very dead and barren and not interesting to me yeah and then uh, the actual gameplay was uh exhausting i uh i started this game the very first time i started it uh in the very park at the very beginning there was like a tree and there were some people talking yeah and i went and i jumped and i landed between the tree and a fence so i didn't touch the ground so i couldn't move yeah and i was just trapped there forever oh i didn't even think to mention the uh, weird fucking forward bunny hop jump she does yeah it's it's bad uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not a good jump it isn't but like i didn't hate it because it's, it's so weird yeah so then i was just like i this is like in chapter two you have to realize this is basically immediately post like the very intro yeah and i was just like i can't be bothered so i quit out of the game <laughs> it was like i ha- like i have to restart and there's no like quick restart button you have to like go to the main menu and go back into the game and i was like if i go to the main menu i'm just leaving so i just quit out of the game yeah and then i basically beat this game in like two sessions just two big playthrough sessions uh inevitably it says i have like seven or something hours but a good amount of that was alt tabbed after i would play for like two to three hours straight and then have to alt tab for an hour oh yeah no i, I get that <laughs> because the game's not fun that was what i came down to it was like i had no idea what to expect from this game because again we're just like don't really look into it i knew kind of the setting and stuff and then i was tasked with i don't supposed to be stealthing through camps of wandering guards and solving the most brain dead puzzles i've ever seen (laughs) 
right? Like, we picked this because October. We yeah. were doing horror games. It is spooktober. And, like, f- <laughs> what I, I it's like, it started with uh, something uh, as a parent I could relate to. In theory, I haven't lost any of my children. Fingers crossed I don't. But, like, I can wrap my head around the, like, grief, grief and fear and desperation of her even wanting to believe after accidentally murdering her own son that this old lady's like you there's still time to save him that like she would hold on to that like i i understand that and that in itself is a great setup for a uh, horror story right you could take that a lot of places and what we do is we have magic grandma and we have the big bad bad guy in another dimension and you're like uh, okay because like it it strays so far from that so quickly that yeah. uh as far as horror goes like i didn't i am the longtime official hater of horror on this <laughs> podcast and like i didn't feel horror at this game at all <laughs> and it was like ooh, there's some tentacles but the tentacles never even like they're just there to be in your way yeah right like they don't actively do anything to you at any point nope they're zombies but like they're so easy to avoid and useless that like it's whatever even the uh the armored guards because they have the same sort of like weird shitness bullshit that the mm-hmm. zombies do that like they move so slow you just run past them mm-hmm. you could literally run circles around them yeah it, at no point was i like man this is horror yeah I, i'm not scared i'm bored hey they have a couple jump scares do they there's the one the first time you grab a crystal off a corpse it moves at you bah. Uh, and then they do it a couple other times. Uh, my problem with jump scares in video games is half the time I'm not looking at where the jump scare is. That's uh, what I was going to say, <laughs> because you're like, the first time you grab a crystal from a corpse, and I was like, nope. Yeah. Because I'm very certain I grabbed it and turned the camera so fast, I didn't see anything. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Because like, there were plenty of times where I could hear something was supposed to be happening, but like I wasn't looking that way. It's like, yeah, okay. The uh, the limbo in between uh, has a lot of that, where there's like supposed to be like weird spooky shit and then you know oh like, yeah a door got, slam or like, some little weird, shit a bunch of weird spooky shit but uh, i don't know it's all like garbage <laughs> yeah I know you're going for unsettling, but I cannot be bothered to care. I just, I don't. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's a game where I couldn't be bothered to care about the storyline and actively playing was unfun. So like, no, I'm going with no. <laughs> All right. What do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Oh, Hello from a fellow listener with a letter. I got to stop you right there. Fellow implies that we listen to this. Wrong move. <laughs> Yeah, we record it, you know, like, we're Dude, done. We live this shit. We I actually listen do, to it. I actually do listen to our episodes. <laughs> How are you guys? Especially Jason. <laughs> Get wrecked, nerd. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good, I guess. Like, it's spooked over, so we're going to play a bunch of horror games, and like, I don't care for horror, so... <laughs> Not that I care for most of the games we play. So like, this is the, I already know uh, one of the games I think we're planning to play for November. And it, like, it doesn't get better. <laughs> so like, yeah. At least horror games, usually shitty horror games are really short. God bless them. Do they like churn out fucking five hour games and be like, it'll spook ya. I know it's a shame we didn't hold uh, Choo Choo Charles off or, uh, cause like, at least that was silly. Oh, God, I miss Choo Choo Charles. Right? Anyway, do either of you have a game you wish would have a follow-up or continuation, but likely will never get one? Also, you guys haven't done any games that aren't inherently bad, but sold poorly in a while, and I believe you guys deserve a break. At least for the hot garbage y'all have been playing lately. When did we get this letter? Doesn't matter. August. So, you know, it's close. Uh, I would like to nominate Sleeping Dogs as another game to try. It's not necessarily bad, but Squeenix didn't think it sold well enough for a sequel. As always, look forward to hearing from you, and keep up the great work. 
work. Uh, yeah, not to side with Squeenix on this one, but like, I don't think it sold all that. Like, it did okay, and like critically, it was all right too. But yeah, I think that was one where it just like it was far too mid for like it didn't succeed, and it didn't like it wasn't a bomb. Yeah, but it was just like everyone thought it was kind of okay. Yeah, which in the world of gaming isn't actually enough. Which we haven't actually talked about is that like gaming is a incredibly competitive market, and that like <laughs> what. Yeah, uh, games that are okay are not good enough by gaming standards. Yeah. Movies can get away with being okay because they are, you know, non-interactive and short, mm-hmm. right? You see a movie, it was okay, it was fine, you're like... That took up, you know, two hours of my life. This is a fine way to spend an evening. Sure. But a game, you know, is often, one, you have to interact with it. And then we were just saying short games are like five hours. Mm -hmm. This is a whole evening or several evenings. And if especially if it's several evenings, after you finish the first evening, you have to have a reason to come back. Yes. And an okay game isn't going to get people to come back. Mm -hmm. So if something's okay, it's not going to gonna cut it right by and large because there's you know, you could come up with scenarios where like oh you know i just had the one game so it's what i played yeah, oh sure like, i mean sure but if i just had the one game i'd play bubsy uh and then give up on video gaming forever right yeah oh uh elex i don't think they ever made an elex too let it be <laughs> don't you fucking dare <laughs> We'll show up in our comments and be like, hey, you should play some Elex too. We already got that. Thanks, Astro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. What was a game that I would like there to be a proper sequel of that's not the shit that I would normally say? Right. I'm trying to think of all the things I've played. Uh, have I played anything recently? I don't play games. What are we talking about? Yeah, right? Who's got time for that? We've got garbage to sit through. <laughs> Which is funny. That's kind of true. We're, I mean, because this is Spooktober, you'll know that a lot of games have come out recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're still at the point where I haven't played a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, which this actually goes pew, straight into our uh, conversation uh, just previously about games that are just okay. It's funny. I played like five hours of Starfield. Yeah. Haven't picked it back up. Sure. Don't know if I will. Hey, man, I'm with you. Like Baldur's Gate 3, I'm like eight hours in and it's been weeks now. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I want to go back to it. It is a weird thing where like I can see where Starfield is going and people who are like, oh, you know, after the first 12 hours or so, it gets better because I can see why it would because the early game is so drawn out and boring Mm. where it's like, oh, all these skills I want are going to take me several levels to even get to that. Like, bro, that's so slow. Yeah. I don't know if I have the time for that. Yeah. We're like, uh, I spent a decent portion of my weekend, uh, playing Lies of P and like, uh, I've really enjoying that shit. Like um, Madeline was playing it. I was sitting down here because she was hype. We were watching somebody uh, play. It was probably a fucking Iron Pineapple video when like he was playing the uh, early Demo. access shit. Yeah. yeah. We're like, that looks really good. So, uh, you know, I, I had started it. I think she's actually now much farther than I am. But like, you know, she was playing. I was sitting there and we we're having a good time watching that. Uh, I'm excited to play more of that game, which like it, it finally dawned on me. They're like, oh, right. Like I've got a good 
um, facsimile for you, like Code Vein. Mm. Like, I think if you'd liked Code Vein, you'd probably dig that one too. Where, like, because uh, you know, like Code Vein, uh, we can compare how it feels to Elden Ring. God, Elden Ring's so good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my answer for this is Elden Ring. God, I just want more Elden Ring. See, I was going to say, hooked like, into my veins. Trying real hard not to say, give me more Elden Ring. I was going to say, gun. Because, like, I really love the PS2 360 Western. Sure. It is just a Western story. I don't necessarily want a direct sequel. I just want more Western games because it was really good <laughs> if you like Westerns. But yeah, like uh, Elden Ring, g g give me the DLC. Give me more DLC. Just keep making DLC. Ma make this be your fucking 10 year destiny plan. I will keep giving you money for more DLC. Please, please. Yeah. Uh, by the time this releases, we might be done with our current modded playthrough and we might be starting our next modded yeah. playthrough. We have been playing Elden Ring every Thursday on stream this year. Uh-huh. And I don't see that changing because I love this game. Uh, same. Yep. Look, uh, people keep doing mods. I am happy to play them. We can go back and just run it vanilla. I'm happy to do that too. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like, I've talked about the uh, first series of Dark Souls. I had a passing interest in, but I never got into them. Yeah. And then when Elden Ring came out, I was like, has a dedicated jump button and you can actually just straight up be a wizard. Uh -huh. I'm way more interested. I mean, you're a straight up space wizard too. Yeah. And fuck is it busted. It's so good. God, it really is. <laughs> Hello there. I'm here to melt you with my mind. <laughs> the enemy just goes, what? And you go, hyper beam. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, you know, all the Dark Souls players are like, where are your swords? And I'm like, my what? <laughs> yeah, right. Or they're just like rolling around in a circle. Uh -huh. You are like, uh, Kamehameha? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I die if they get to me. So the whole goal is that the distance between me and them is the kill distance. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, other than more Elden Ring, what's funny is the thing other than Elden Ring that I'm most excited to play uh, as of time of recording, I haven't started playing yet, uh, is just Phantom Liberty. Oh, yeah. And just getting back into cyberpunk. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, uh, because you and I were talking, like, we were talking about it through the week. Like, yeah. fucking, I am pumped to get back into night city and like see not only like see the dlc and like what they're doing there but like also all the changes that are coming along with it and like getting back into it because fuck man what a fun playground to dick around in yeah yeah this is uh i really enjoyed my time with it the first time so i'm really excited to see what they've done and i haven't played in long enough that there have been small updates and then this big update yeah so that's the thing where i'm like Starfield for me isn't exciting enough to make me want to play it over actually going back through Cyberpunk, which ain't a good look. Yeah. Well, let's see, like, uh, my, uh, because, you know, we'll do our normal end of the year break that we do, and uh, that time is going to be filled with Armored Core. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to wait because I've got other shit to do. Yeah, because otherwise you would just be an armored core hermit. Yes. <laughs> I know. Like, no, that's going to happen. Like I was when uh, we started playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, those are your answers to some of the things you said, <laughs> some of the things you didn't. So if you've got more questions, comments, and concerns, things you want us to talk about on this, that, and then their podcast, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want to check us out on any other social media, it's the Bad Gamecast, whatever your social media. We stream on Twitch. Those Twitch vods go on youtube we have a subreddit but the place we're most active is the discord there's a link to that in the description 
And if you actually factually support us with money, real American dollars. You doing all right over there? I mean, I just had a stroke out, but like, hey, we will accept your local currency. We'll accept any currency at all. Salt. Sure. But if I don't have to buy salt anymore, that's that counts. Stamps. Uh, sure. Pop caps. I could do this all night. Let's just keep going. <laughs> no, no on the pop caps. Piece of shit. It's not real currency. <laughs> Wait, what defines currency? Just the belief in an inherent value? It can be exchanged for goods and services. Uh, on a barter system, you can exchange anything for goods or services. Uh, I don't have anything. I don't have social medias or anything. Oh, no. Patreon, I guess I do. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Seriously, you guys are the fucking bestest. And, uh, yeah, I guess. For the bad Gamecast, I've been uh, Pellet of Raw Joy. And I'm the Fleshicle. Good night, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>when you say some words and you're not proud of it immediately but they're out there <laughs> you can't erase it it's now too late